Welcome to a bonus episode of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. In case you aren't familiar with bonus episodes, these are a bit off the cuff. They aren't edited, so if I flub anything, please forgive me. Uh, sometimes these episodes are time sensitive, but this one is not. And usually they're just things that I want to share with you. And one big difference is that bonus episodes don't have show notes. So I won't be pointing you to my website for any links or anything like that. I'm literally just having a conversation with you. And today what I want to share are 10 things that I learned from hosting the 2023 Savvy Shopkeeper Virtual Conference. Most of the things on this list are things that I learned about myself with a few that I learned about the community, this community, and goodness, I learned a lot about so many of you during this three-day event. I genuinely enjoyed getting to know everyone. And if I knew the people that attended already, I feel like I got to know them even more and I loved it. I wasn't able to keep up with the chat box. Let me say that. I mean, at all. It was bonkers how crazy the chat box was. So I can't wait to dig into that when I watch the replays because I will watch the replays myself. Okay, so what did I learn? Number one, coaching on mindset will be a priority moving forward. It has to be a priority, even if store owners don't see the value in it yet. The amount of aha moments that resulted from this conference, in particular during my first two presentations, and a lot of the content in those presentations was about mindset, it really spoke to me and validated that mindset can't be ignored. And if this means that I'm the one that's going to bring you these valuable lessons, I'm all in for it. Number two, I can do hard things. I do things that make me uncomfortable. And sometimes I don't hit my goals while doing the uncomfortable things, but I still do them and I still have forward momentum and grow. I talked about this on day two of the conference where I shared that I fail all the time, but I've learned to embrace failing and embrace doing hard things. I actually have a podcast episode coming up on this. Um, but I can fail and I can still grow and move forward. And I have a big sign in my office now that says, I can do hard things. Number three, having a team is incredibly important. The introvert in me gets drained by hosting events. So I've learned that I really need support and lots of it. And that's okay. Planning well in advance, asking for help, delegating to my team, having live event help, like having Sam here with me for those two days for day one and two of the virtual conference, um, and then blocking time after the event so I can reset. These were all signs that I'm growing as a CEO. I could not have pulled this off with so many supportive people around me. I'm sincerely grateful for my team. And speaking of my team, they were also blown away by the amount of engagement in the chat box and during breakout sessions. My marketing assistant, Sam, she's in the online world and she's attended plenty of virtual conferences or virtual events. And she told me she's never seen a chat box with, with this volume of comments. It was pretty incredible. Number four, I am a thought leader. So what do I mean by this? Well, earlier this year, my coach 
gave me some homework and it was a really cool exercise about the future me. And while journaling, I actually wrote that I want to be a thought leader, particularly in the independent retail industry. And a thought leader is someone who, based on their expertise and industry perspective, offers unique guidance, inspires innovation, and influences others. So on day one of the conference, someone asked about growing versus scaling a retail business. And let me go back a little bit because one of my presentations included this exercise for the future you. So someone asked about growing versus scaling a retail business, and I have this exact topic in queue for the podcast, so it is coming soon. But after several people asked about this on day one, I decided to revisit my podcast episode notes. I actually did it that night after day one. I wanted to take a really good look at what I had written down and prepare to give a good solid answer on day two. So I did some more research that night and I had a substantial, what I think is a substantial aha moment on this topic. I shared my findings on day two of the conference and I plan on sharing this revelation that I had in a growing versus scaling podcast episode. But my point of all of this is to say that I am embracing being a thought leader in the indie retail industry. And that feels really good because if I go back four or five years, I probably would have been afraid to say something like that. I'm not afraid anymore. Number five, I will be more consistent, thoughtful, and intentional with the words that I use when I'm teaching or training. And this kind of goes with number four about being a thought leader. But I'm realizing that when I teach concepts, in particular metrics, that's a really good example, I have to be very thoughtful and intentional about the words I use so that it makes sense to all of you. For example, there's a lot of muddy water in our brains and store owners' brains between bookkeeping terms and inventory management terms. And what happens is when I'm teaching on, let's say metrics, I often find that store owners get confused and I don't want to do that anymore, right? Like I want you to have clarity. Well, again, I spent some time working on this. Actually, I spent some time working on this after Momentum Day and I had, actually, no, I spent some time working on this at the end of day two. So it's kind of funny, I was working on stuff in the evening of day one, evening of day two, because I wanted to make sure that I had good answers for the people that were attending Momentum Day. So anyhow, all that to say that I got some clarity on this and it was really nice because I was able to kick off the metrics session with some clear guidance on that exercise. And then I updated the worksheets for the metrics for the people that attended Momentum Day, and I sent them an updated two-page worksheet post-conference so that they would have it, so they wouldn't be confused by what I had given them originally. Not that they were confused, it just made it much more clear. So that's my goal, is to just get really clear, concise, and intentional with the words that I use when I'm teaching. Number six, Master Shopkeepers is one of the best things I've ever created in my life. At the end of day two, I was answering questions about Master Shopkeepers 
and I was staying out of the chat box because it was so active. It just made it easier for me to speak to everyone in the camera and not be distracted by what was happening, kind of like on the sidelines. So at the end of reviewing what Master Shopkeepers is and what it offers and answering questions, I thought, well, let me ask Master Shopkeepers members if they want to add anything. But little did I know that they were all in the chat box and everyone was laughing at me because while I was asking if anyone wanted to share anything, I think my team member pointed out to me like they shared everything in the chat box. I guess the chat box was blowing up with feedback and encouragement for other people to join and I had no idea. As a community, we are strong. We're kind, we're supportive, respectful, encouraging, and helpful to one another. And that has really, I guess, come front and center for me, especially during this virtual conference and during that particular moment. It was really special. But the membership is just such a unique and incredible community, and I'm really, really proud of it. Number seven, I am hearing you. I am continuing to learn about what all of you want and need. I won't go get into details here, but please know that I am listening and our team is ready to address these things with future events and offerings. And I should say me too, right? Like I am prepared to do that and really looking forward to some things coming up later this year and next year. Number eight, I can't please everyone. I mean, we all know this. We have stores. <laughs> we all we all understand this. So, for example, seeing the survey feedback, most people loved the breakout sessions. For sure, it was a majority, but a few didn't. And I do my best to listen, and I am considering every bit of feedback I'm receiving, but I have to be realistic about expectations, and I won't always hit it out of the ballpark for everyone. I have to admit too that I am not a big breakout session person either. I personally don't love them, so I'm in the minority. I host the breakout sessions because I know the majority prefer them and crave them and want them. So my point is I have to be able to filter through the feedback that I receive. One thing I've gotten pretty good at is accepting constructive criticism. There were a few areas of the virtual conference that I know now know I could have made better. I didn't intentionally drop the ball, of course, and I got great survey responses. I'm very proud of the survey responses. Um, but I easily could have gotten defensive when I read, you know, a couple of the comments. I could have dug my heels in the sand and not you know, not be willing to make improvements, but that wouldn't serve me or you. So it's nice to see that I can agree and acknowledge these comments with these comments and make a plan to make future events even better. There's no mental drama. And that was really just a sign of growth, I guess, for me. And, I, and I'm, I'm grateful that that's where I am in business right now. It was just kind of like a, a noted, and then what can I do to make it better? And that's, I felt like that was super boss. Number nine is I will continue to stop suppressing my thoughts and my emotions and my desires. I've hosted three in-person events so far. During my opening presentations, I have shared personal journey. I guess I sh I've shared parts of my personal journey 
and definitely lots of stories, particularly with self-improvement and entrepreneurship. Along the way, I've learned that I'm really good at suppressing what I want and sometimes suppressing emotions, but this doesn't serve me at all. And it only causes me to delay what I really want to do and who I want to become. So you might be wondering, Kathy, what does that mean? What does this look like? It looks like decades of being afraid, insecure, unsure, and sitting in indecision. This means it took me or can sometimes take me 10 to 20 plus years of suppressing what I really want because of those thoughts and emotions. Yes, decades. It's crazy to me to see that I have been doing that to myself, but not anymore. I am listening to my intuition. I'm kicking fear to the curb. I'm embracing who I am and who I've always wanted to be. And I think the most impactful part of this growth is that I make decisions so much faster now. It will not take me a decade to make a decision around something, especially when I know it's something that I really want. You know, now it might take me a month. It might take me a day. It might take me a couple hours, just night and day. And then number 10 is I am fully invested and ready to give my all as a CEO. And I can tell those around me understand and see this too. So my team members and my family in particular, I have to give a shout out to my husband, Andy. And I think he secretly listens to this podcast episode. So babe, if you're listening, he was incredibly helpful and supportive during the week of the conference, even the weeks leading up to it. Like he sees and understands my mission and vision with Savvy Shopkeeper. He gives me space and he supports me when I launch something or when I host an event like this. I also noticed how much progress I've made in terms of leading all while taking care of myself. I got on the treadmill or I walked outside every day leading up to this. Um, And on one of the days, no, actually I did. I got on the treadmill or I went outside every single day and I hit my 15,000 steps or whatever it was. My goal was that day probably wasn't that many. But this is a huge personal win for me because if you go back to my burnout episode, you'll, you'll, you probably already know that I let my self-care go when I have like the anxiety of preparing for the, an event and I didn't this time. And that felt pretty incredible. I took care of myself before, during, and after. And that's another huge win. I just think my health and my mental health, they're too important to sacrifice. So those are the 10 things I learned, but I also want to give a shout out to the store owners who booked the two-day event, of course, and in particular, the three-day virtual conference ticket, the Momentum ticket. They spent an additional day with me in a small group setting on Zoom. I can't help but give them credit for going all in on themselves and taking the time to apply what they learned to their own businesses. Momentum Day was raw. It was powerful. I have goosebumps right now. And for some, it was mentally exhausting. But fortunately, I think it was all in a good way now that I see the feedback and the surveys. And I'm seeing a lot of conversation in Master Shopkeepers, like follow-up thoughts and follow-up questions, comments. Um, It was a really special day. 
And in fact, someone asked for a fourth day and I joked, I'm like, man, you are a machine. (laughs) I had quite a few two day attendees who mentioned that they wished they would have booked the Momentum Day ticket. So keep this in mind for future events that I host or anything that I offer where I offer like a do the work day. Don't overlook it. It is really, really helpful because I know when I teach, I give a lot and I give a ton of information. And that's what happened over those two days. And I've learned that people want to be able to apply that information to their businesses. And that's exactly what we did on Momentum Day. So for all that attended, I thank you so much. I think you learned a lot about both running retail businesses and especially about yourselves. And I learned a lot about myself and about all of you. Thank you so much for attending. Thank you for trusting me. That means a ton to me. And thank you for showing up to do the work. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.